Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbel. Welcome to it. Great to be with you on a Thursday. It's Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Cornhead Lager, Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbel, and you. Numbers to get in, 489-1240, 489-1240. Toll free across the state, 1-800-825-5865, wherever you hear us on the Hale Varsity Radio Network. Central Nebraska, Lincoln, Omaha, Columbus, uh, excited to be with you here as uh, more and more waiting taking place for Husker Nation. Waiting on a Final Four tonight against Pitt. If you're a Nebraska volleyball fan, and most of you are, waiting on the arrival of Dylan Riola for his official visit tomorrow, and then waiting on any more portal or signing day news before we get to that finish line or the imaginary finish line that is Wednesday the 20th, we shall see. Can email the show, chris at hailvarsity.com. Always uh, take comments in the stream. The Hail Varsity YouTube channel is how you watch this show. can also follow us on Twitter at HVarsityRadio and uh, catch the show that way. Anthony Sargent, come on, Don. You are first. We are giving roll call, roll call again. Uh, Dion, Elijah, the... Uh, normal crew is in. Excited for that. Elijah, how's your day? Good to see you, brother. Uh, pulling double duty. Good to hear you this morning with Ravi on Herd at Sports. And your sleeves are rolled up. I assume. I assume you're just hot in the studio. That's why you're using the door to, to create a fan. It is always like 85 degrees that's, in that's here. That's fine. And it's because of both the machinery and the fact that I've been hitting the gym. That, look at you. Freaking you, hot. You are, what is, it's the gun <laughs> show. No, but in all seriousness, it's been a bit of a busy day for me personally, but it's also been a day that I feel like Husker Nation can kind of exhale a little bit after the past three days. It's We've been so spoiled for things to talk about, Schmitty, that it's just been a, a day of almost slow in comparison uh, to what we've seen Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. So today's just a day to exhale, catch our breath. Sounds like Dylan Ryle is going to be in town tomorrow, so I'm sure the news cycle picks back up tomorrow. And for all I know, now that I've said this, we're probably going to get just breaking news after breaking news after breaking news in the past two hours, which would be great for uh, the listeners and the Husker fans everywhere, we can assume, based on what that breaking news would be. Uh, not that I know what that would be, but it's always uh, some news is better than no news, except on a day like today when it just feels like a good day to exhale and let's collect ourselves before a busy weekend. Yeah, and, and we have some thoughts and specifically the, the topic of uh, plan A and, and plan B, okay? And, and right now, Nebraska's plan A and plan B and plan C 
uh, all point to a phenomenal prospect and quarterback in Dylan Raiola. Uh, that is how things are, are, are shaping up. Obviously, you got to close if you're Nebraska this weekend with him. Uh, what are the contingencies with Dylan Raiola? What I mean by that is, is, is Dylan Raiola in his 12th hour peer recruitment able to bring some more talent, some additional talent to Nebraska in this 2024 recruiting class? And the two names you hear about that uh, are so closely tied with Dylan Raiola. Uh, of course, he had Baker, the offensive tackle, Wingo, the stud wide receiver, uh, Frazier, the running back. Those are the, the big three high-level, high-profile prospects in this class, along, of course, with Dylan Riola. I'm sure there's constant communication with uh, what's going on. And uh, you have my, Brian checking in. If Riola commits, like many expect he will, does he automatically make – does that make him quarterback number one? I don't see – Matt Rule just handing out starting jobs. Now, you can come back and say, well, Schmidt, what's up with Sims? Well, I think from what they saw in spring, uh, they liked Sims and they liked his experience level. You don't have tape of Dylan Riola in college. You have tape of Dylan Riola playing at uh, high-level football in Buford, Georgia. You have tape of Dylan Riola playing um, high-level football in, in Arizona, and, and also the Texas. So what you do have is a, a starting point and a list of uh, accomplishments from not only the Elite 11, but also the recruiting analysts. I mean, take that for what it's worth. And I'm not, I'm not jabbing anybody. I'm just saying there, there's too many smart people that say this kid is an elite prospect. There's too many uh, people within the Riola family that have worked with Dylan uh, that that have put time in and seen something in this kid uh, to say, listen, there's uh, a really good starting point with him. What I'm getting to, Elijah, is it, does, does he get given the starting job? I don't believe that's how things work with Matt Rule. Is he talented enough to get a really good opportunity at it? Yes, absolutely. If things go to hell in a handbasket this weekend, what is plan B? Is it Danny Kalen still? Uh, we'll get to what his weekend looks like in a little bit. Uh, you still have Chubba Hurt Purdy and, and Heinrich Harburg. Um, it's fair to say, and, and a nice way to put it is, Dylan Riola is, is uber talented, not talented enough at playing the quarterback position that he gives you a really good shot to win next year uh, at a better level than what quarterback play you got this season. And that is a reality. I'm willing to say that. That's okay. And that's just something you're going to have to live with as a Nebraska fan, some of the ups and downs if things proceed. If you get Dylan Raiola to say yes, if you get Dylan Raiola to show uh, a confidence level to handle this offense, fast-forwarding, of course, into spring and then into this 2024 fall season. So that's how it's shaping up. The initial thought was you get your, your, your portal experience, that's your quarterback, and then uh, you let Riola and the portal guy fight it out along with Chuba if he's still around, and, and then the, may the best man win, and that's who you move forward with. But 
uh, things don't always go that smoothly because of the injury situation. Uh, you and I were both chirping last night. Casey Thompson is back in town. Is Casey Thompson back in town for rehab? Is Casey Thompson back in town to see old buddies? Is Casey Thompson back in town to pursue uh, a doctorate? Uh, so all three can be true. Uh, I don't know if Casey Thompson is uh, going to use that seventh year of eligibility, if he would use that at Nebraska, but that'd be kind of cool <laughs> if Nebraska has Casey Thompson as an option for their quarterback room. There's a lot of things that are moving. It's a fluid situation for sure. And Nebraska right now needs to put their best foot forward and close on a guy like Dylan Raiola that can really take this program to the next level because of his talent, because of what he can bring to the offense, because of what your schedule looks like early on in 2024 to ease in a true freshman quarterback, presumably. And, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, along with that schedule, you've got a rock star defense coming back. So it could work out if you decide to play a freshman quarterback. Matt Rule's been chasing this guy from day one. Yeah, that he has. That he has. And Schmitty, just if you go and read the tea leaves, kind of similar to what we said yesterday, I'm not going to say uh, nothing's official until it's official. But I think you have good reason to feel good about Dylan Riola once he's in town tomorrow. You have good reason to, to feel good about that situation. And now the other rumor becomes, who can he bring along with him? The name of the day feels like Desmond uh, Demas, the transfer from Texas A&M and now Garden City Community College. I have my doubts about his fit with Nebraska, both from a culture standpoint and from a, an eligibility standpoint. We will see with that one. He claims that he's going to be in town this weekend. So uh, that's, a, that's a name to follow there. You also have Baker, rumors swirling about him. I told you yesterday about Wingo. That's maybe where the the next point of discussion becomes. Is there going to be more that follow Dylan Rylo within the next couple of days? And I'm not willing to say yes or no on that particular one right now, but I do feel like you do have efforts from Nebraska to try to make those those possibilities a reality. And we'll see where those go as it stands right now. But again, it feels like we're almost in the same spot that we were whenever we closed the show last night at 6 p.m. Schmitty, that... There is uh, a good feeling about Ryle and what he brings to your football team, assuming he is the guy, and that, that is an assumption as it stands right now. But as Dion said in the chat just a little bit earlier, uh, Dylan does a lot of things that college quarterbacks can't do at this point in time. So I don't think you can put down Dylan as a starter right now, but that is something to, to note. Like You look at his, his college highlights, that, that guy does a lot of things that not only Nebraska's quarterbacks can't do, but a lot of college quarterbacks across the country can't do. And how does that translate up to Division One, Big Ten football? That remains to be seen. But I think you feel good, and I think Matt Rule and his company feel good. If they're not getting Kyle McCord, you have to assume that they feel good about Dylan Ryle and what he brings to a football team in terms of being your guy starting next season. Well, and the the thing is, is it, it's a risk anytime somebody's – Anytime somebody comes from high school to college, it's it's okay to wonder about transition. It's okay to wonder about, can you handle the bright lights, the mental part? Can you handle the physical part? And from a, a stability standpoint, listen, there's lots of programs that, that go with, with freshmen. And, and some have worked out. 
You know what the difference is? And this is the, the real hard look. Where is the program at when it comes to supporting cast? Mm. And I don't have a better way to put it than say supporting cast. Uh, supporting cast is your offensive line. Supporting cast is your receiving core. Uh, supporting cast is that running back room. Supporting cast is your defense and special teams. It's the three phases. You're one guy as a quarterback. And Sam Howell from Trevor Lawrence, Tommy Frazier, Jalen Hurts. Those are some guys that have done and performed pretty well as we were huddling up here this morning about what you know we we kind of looked at some freshman quarterbacks and uh said okay uh from guy had nick chubb and Gurley <laughs> to hand off to tommy frazier incredible incredible mentality to go with that talent but also had uh phenomenal offense and defense in 1992 a top 10 football team same with trevor lawrence so can you handle the moment? Because you've got the rest of the pieces around you. Jalen Hurts, Bama's Bama, especially when he rolls in there. All right? Uh, so a little different situation for Dylan Raiola. Not that Nebraska couldn't be a top 20 team or even be a preseason top 20 team next year with this defense returning, with a lot of experience returning on the offensive line and a receiving core that – got more than their feet wet last year as true freshmen. So, listen, there's some experience on this football team, and there's some really good experience on the defensive side of this football team. We're just projecting what happens if and when you drop in a true freshman at quarterback. What's the outlook look like? And and you're going to have ups and downs with freshmen, but if you don't put too much on his plate and you let him grow and groom into it on top of the confidence arrow going up, not sideways or down – then it can be okay. We've laid out some names where it was okay, but, man, they had some some really good talent around them. You were national championship or, or top ten good. I don't know if Nebraska as a, as a team is there yet. Now, the question is, maybe they were. They were just a quarterback away from being that. But let's, let's lay this out here. With eight returning members of the defense, you feel good about what that group is going to be next year, assuming there's more development that is done this offseason. That group lowers the floor significantly for what you need from your offense. I mean, we're talking 24 points a game offensively. Is that a fair number where you think Nebraska is going to have a pretty good season if the offense kept up 24 points? I feel good about the defense's chances of keeping a lot of opponents below that 24 points per game mark next season. As long as you don't turn the football over. As long as you turn the football over. But we're talking about this word gets thrown around willy-nilly sometimes, and I apologize for using it. It's not the perfect word to use in this situation. But whenever you look at Dylan Raiola, generational is the first word that comes to mind. Again, that, not, word, gets, not wrong. that word gets thrown around way too much because you think of generation, you think of once in a generation, a guy that comes once every 20-ish years. That's a, a, a big label to put on a guy like Dylan Raiola, but it's the closest thing that comes to mind with his pedigree. I mean... The, his history, John Kitna, Matt Stafford, the NFL-type people that have been coaching him up from a young age. That's the first word that comes to mind. And whenever you think of a generational-type talent, even if the, the talent that he has in the offense isn't as good as, say, your Bamas or your Georgias or your USCs of the world, 24 points per game is not a huge ask from a guy like that. It's, it's one more touchdown than they've been scoring. Exactly. Exactly. It's one, it's one less turnover that turns into a drive where there's points. Give that guy a competent running game, development of some wide receivers. Maybe you get a, a Juco piece, a transfer portal wide receiver piece, a freshman wide receiver piece, whatever that is. 
you feel good about Nebraska's chances with a guy like Dylan Raiola to get one more touchdown a game. And that's what we're talking about right now. It's that defense I think you have to really look at as being the complementary piece to what this team could be next season for Dylan Raiola because of how they lower the ceiling for what would be needed for him next year. Take care of the ball, hand it off, really make him pay on play action, and whenever you do have to drop back and throw and you find yourself from behind, show the world what you are. If you can do that, I feel good about what Nebraska can be next season. You know what I feel good about? I feel good about Dylan Raiola behind center completing a pass to an open wide receiver because he's able to go through his progressions. And that's a lot of this, where Nebraska early in ball games had a little more flow, at least when Chubba was in, and they were able to complete some some nice shock plays, right? Some gash plays. Uh, we'll talk more. Brandon Vogel joins us from Counter Reed, Hale Varsity, powered by Cornhead Lager.